The Neutral. Hey everyone, I hope my mute is... Oh, it's not. I'm so happy that I've learned not to mute my mic. It's Monday, which means it's another episode of The Neutral. And I'm super stoked to have this guest on tonight because, you know, we tried to get her in on season one and some shenanigans happened. They had a really busy schedule because they're never in Canada. Uh, But we have AXL, Accelerate Gaming uh, founder and owner. Uh, What does she do? She's a commentator for the So Calibre World Tour. I don't even know if that's still a thing. Uh, you know, she's just an overall bamf. This week we have Alicia X Life. Look at that. <laughs> Yo, what is going on, guys? I'm Alicia X Life. It's nice to see you all. Thank you so much for supporting Amanda and her content. She is a fabulous person and also brown girls turn up. So, <laughs> so uh, you know, I start this show with like a, a very standard question. Which is, you know, where did your handle come from? But you don't technically, like, have a handle per se. Because, like, it's your name. And then X-Life is, like, some emo girl shit. <laughs> like, I'm expecting, like, XX, Alicia, X-Life, X, like, little X, big X. Like, is 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 that where the handle came from? From some, like, live so, journal days? So amazing that you said that. Because most people who, who actually, like, think that my name means Alicia for life, they think that. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's super upbeat and positive because I am. No, it's because I made it when I was, like, from going from middle school to high school. And it's a leaf of fuck life. Like, yes, fuck life. Thought, <laughs> that's that's what I thought it was. I, was. I saw it and I was like, yo, this is some, like, Tumblr, like, live. No, not even Tumblr. This is some, like, live journal MySpace shit. Maybe Zanga <laughs> level. Yes. Yo, chat. You're right. Alicia has been exposed. All of y'all. Like, yes, she's a positive person, but that handle is, like, vintage MySpace. Like, she probably had, you know, like, The Cure playing when you went to her profile. Maybe some My Chemical Romance, but yes. Maybe some Taking Back Sunday, some My Chemical Romance. Like, I'm exposed. Look, I didn't even do my investigative journalist shit. I just, like, I've been watching The Mentalist a lot lately, and I'm just reading her. In public right now. Um Amanda got reads. I wasn't I came here not to get attacked, bro. What the hell? Is this? <laughs> Look, my yo, yo, I'm booty at fighting games sometimes, but my ability to read my opponent and expose their weaknesses is is S tier. It's S tier. Bruh. <laughs> all winded. Oh my lord. So, you know, I asked Cuddle this. Because Cuddle told her story about, like, where her handle came from. And I also did this to JB, because JB doesn't have a handle. It's just JB. Um, If you were to, like, try to have, you know, like, an actual, like, gamer tag, you know, like Boom or Cuddlecore, like, what what would it be? Um. (laughs) Jeez. Uh, Probably Cute Cupcake. That's probably it. That's it. That's the name. Cute Cupcake. I don't know why, but every time I make a world in any game, it's always like Cute Cupcake or something that's super overly feminine because my entire life I've always been like the tomboy. And when I got older, I was like, I'm allowed to be feminine now because 
I'm out of the closet. So, <laughs> and now I'm over, now I'm just super girly. So it's like, cool, anything overly feminine, let's do it. <laughs> Wait, somebody said, would it be cute, magical princess? Oh, if, if there's enough characters to allow me? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, are, you, is... are you a magical girl fan? Is that like your. Always. <laughs> Always. What's your favorite magical girl show? Uh, I mean, it has to be the classic of Sailor Moon just because of nostalgia. But if I was going to do like overall, mm -hmm. like overall, Card Capture Sakura, hands down. Ooh, good choice. Good choice. Even good my, choice. Even my sub badges are Card Capture Sakura. So. Nice. I, I was sub for like a month. I think I subbed for your birthday. Uh, uh, yeah. And then I think someone gifted me a sub. I have a really nice community. They're nice you have people. A good, you, have a good, you have a good community. Uh, favorite Sailor Scout? Favorite one would have to be um, when I got older, it was Mercury. When I was younger, it was Mars. Because step on me, mommy. Yep. <laughs> so this is this is this is the direction the show's going on today. Um, <laughs> step on me, mommy. Yo, maybe that should be the the title of the episode. Step on me, mommy. Featuring Alicia X Life. <laughs> Oh man, this is this is already this is already the best episode of the year. <laughs> I got you. I got you covered. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite Sailor Scout is Jupiter because uh, we're both Sagittarius, but even more so because I remember as a kid you would like go to those like GeoCity fan sites, mm -hmm, and yeah. I found out that the censored uh, I found out about a censored line that I thought was really stupid. As a kid, and I still think it's stupid to today, is that when they're fighting over like who can be Sleeping Beauty for the school play, uh, Jupiter's argument is because in the American version is because she has the most talent, and uh, in Japanese it's because I have the biggest boobs. Because because she says like I have the most talent, and she like brings her hands to her chest, and as a kid I was like, oh yeah, she's like real passionate passionate about this, and like she wants to be an actress, and then I remember like reading the geocity fan site being like oh you know what holding your hands like this probably does mean you're talking about your titties you're honestly right my that. acting is great too <laughs> right like this works but like also maybe <laughs> maybe holding your titties just means holding your titties so um it is a talent honestly so i mean she's not wrong either way <laughs> i mean some people are just blessed in the character creation screen so <laughs> yeah that's facts <laughs> right i mean it's, it's that simple so let's get on some fighting games. Deep Alicia lore. <coughs> oh, bless me. Bless you. Yeah. Uh, Deep Alicia lore. What was the first fighting game you ever played? First fighting game I ever played um, would have actually been Tekken 2 uh, for PlayStation 1 um, or just PlayStation. Uh, because my dad wanted to beat the crap out of me uh, in video games. And that's like how I lived my life was that he started me off on the classics, though. Um, he didn't let me play MK for the uh, SNES until I got a little bit older. I was about like eight or nine. I got to play mm -hmm. um, Mortal Kombat for the first time. But uh started off on Tekken 2. <laughs> um, uh, he, he used to actually main Anna and called her Big Booby Lady. How young and were you again? I was probably like around four or five. <laughs> yeah, like I was, I was like old enough to <laughs> old enough to say words, but not old enough to comprehend "big booby lady." But I also have two older <laughs> sisters. <laughs> um, I played, I played almost every character. I played a lot of Jin, but then my sister was like, "I like Jin," so I had to switch off her because you can't play the same one as your sister. Right, <laughs> yo, people don't under people without siblings don't understand 
the like hard matchup of not getting to call a character that you like. Yep. That's facts. That's facts. And then, oh, then I wanted to play Michelle. And she was like, no, I'm Michelle. And I was like, all right. And I was like, I'm going to be Kunimitsu. And then she just messed off. And after that, she wanted to play Nina. And she forced me to play Anna because she was like, we're sisters and we fight. And that's how it worked. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, wow. I mean, there was also Soul Blade. But that was my first arcade game that I Yo, played. Yo, so. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to expose myself. I've never played Soul Blade. I'm like a big Soul Calibur oh, sure. fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, ever since Soul Calibur one on the Dreamcast, mm-hmm. but I've I've never ever 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 played Soul Blade. I feel like a fraud. It's okay. It's like it's it's a really fun it's a really fun game. And honestly, like sometimes, like if if people who play, I guess people who play Samurai Showdown now who mm-hmm. didn't play it before, like when you guys have like your your weapons drop right it's the exact same thing as like what soul blade was like so it's kind of cool to see like mechanics like that still being used today yo i did not see learning more about soul blade every day i feel like every time i do the show i'll be like yo it's the first fighter you play and somebody will say a game either that i've never played myself or like a game i've never heard of so like kizzy k came on and was like i play clay fighters i was like the fuck is clay fighters <laughs> And then, like, my, and then, like, Twitter blew me up. They were like, how do you not know what Clay Fighters is? And I was like, why do all of you know what Clay Fighters is? Like, I'm older than most of you. What? Like, how did this happen? So For I- me, like, it was more just so that, like, I, I was a really awkward, non-talkative kid, which is hard to believe now because I don't shut up. Um, but I've been the, yeah, right? Like, it's crazy. I did a whole 180 in my life. Actually, only 180 within the past two years. Before that, I still didn't talk much. Even Cuddle actually met me back when I was shy. That was also crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like when I went to arcades as a kid, I would like bring a hoodie with me and tell my parents I'm going to the mosque and I'd go to a smoky ass arcade and play with a bunch of 30 year old dudes. And they would teach me the game. And if my weapon broke in like a Soul Edge game or something, they'd just like laugh at me and be like, come on, kids, stop mashing, stop mashing. Like you're gonna lose your weapon faster. <laughs> like it was cool because they, they were so considerate and so nice to me. And that feeling I had back then was something I've always wanted to have again in my life. And I didn't have it until I got until I moved to Toronto and got back to the local scene again, which is cool. So were you, like, that emo girl who, like, would go to, like, the mall and, like, the arcade and have, like, their hoodie up and, like, their bangs would show a little bit? (laughs) Based on the fact that you just immediately laughed, I'm just going to assume I don't have to finish my question because, like, you were that person. (laughs) Oh, I didn't didn't actually, uh, like, look overly edgy that much. I mean, I looked more edgy when I got older and just embraced a flat out. Um, when I was in like, when I was, yeah, when I was in middle school, I went to like the arcade a lot that was in the mall, but there was not really many arcades in the mall. A lot of them were just like, uh, old game shops mm-hmm. where they would sell just retro games and hold locals there, uh, eventually. And I went to a lot of those definitely when I was in high school and even in college, um, I would literally at work and then there'd be like an hour break. And during my hour break, I would head over to like an old game <laughs> store and just beat the crap out of people in games and then like go back to work. And just a continuous cycle of me just doing that and drinking and doing the whole university thing was that. So just just like said, telling people to go home and be family men. Yeah, it's it's it was interesting to see the the walks of life. There's so much diversity in the FGC, and I never really got into like majors or anything crazy like that because I grew up in the middle of nowhere. 
So to now be a part of it all is like, it's still like a fangirl surreal moment. <laughs> and <laughs> like when I went to my first Evo, I like was hiding behind people because I got, because I was, I'm, fun fact is I actually had, had pretty, I still technically do have pretty bad social anxiety. Mm-hmm. So I, when I go into a crowd, I panic really, really hard. So I have to like latch onto somebody and hide behind them physically. And anyone who met me back when I first started going to events, people didn't even know I was in the scene until like only within the past two years. I've been here for like four to five years, mm-hmm. but I, I hid behind people physically. So <laughs> no one really noticed me. <laughs> you're, you're like that background character in like, in like an anime that like they're in the show for like, for like the whole first season, but they don't do anything until like season two. And people are like, yo, where did this character come from? And your friend who's, like, really hyped about the show is like, yo, but if you, like, look at this episode, she's, like, right there. And in this episode, she's, like, right there. And they're like, what? How did I ever not notice her before? It's, like, it's kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, it, that's that's exactly my life, actually. <laughs> and, then, and then, like, a protagonist will date me, and everyone's like, oh, she exists? Oh, she knew? Are you teaching her how to play? And it's like... Nope, I mirrored him this entire time. That's how we met. <laughs> like, because we played a mirror match. Uh, I took a, took a few games off of him, and then he was like, "Damn, that's crazy!" And that's how we met. Like, I don't, like, I don't know, like, what else to say. Like, it's, it's hard, you know that. I mean, people, I, th- I think that's true for a lot of people. I mean, like, I know personally for myself, like, I didn't know that, like, I like knew that tournaments were a thing because, like, I remember seeing like people. I remember there was like a there's like a show on G four where people would compete, but I didn't know that like tournaments and like I didn't like I never like went to a tournament or anything. I didn't know that there was such like I I had heard about uh, Daigo versus Justin Wong like the, the oh, moment yep. everybody's heard about, and yep. I think I saw that uh, like I want to say in like college or something. And it wasn't until, like, college that, like, I've told the story of the show, like, all the time, but there's always new people watching the live show, so I, 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 like, tell it a lot. Is that, like, I didn't know that, like, competitive fighting games was, like, a thing thing until, like, one of my friends found out that I, I played Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Hey. And they're, like, and they were, like, yo, so, like, who's your favorite player? And I was, like, what, what do you mean? And he's, like, you know, do you like Marlon Pie? Do you like Kane Blue River? And I was, like, I don't, who, who the fuck are these people? And they showed me videos. And you ever have those moments where like a whole new world starts playing in the background yeah and your yep. brain and your, your your brain goes like super galaxy brain moment yeah so like i'm watching people do like doom infinite and i'm like yo i've been playing a completely different game this whole time i'm yep oh uh so and then we had one kid show up who uh actually knew how to play marvel ultimate and um yo if you've never been zero looped lightning looped in your life it's not fun <laughs> Getting infinite is not fun, folks. I don't know if you knew this, but it's bullying. <laughs> getting cyber bullied face to face is is not cool, kids. <laughs> bullying is bad. Um, despite me opening the show with bullying, uh, Alicia, <laughs> bullying is not okay. And uh, yeah, you know when you're like the best fighting game player in your like small friend group, and then you get opened up real bad by mm. somebody else who like had a fight stick, by the way. Like, here I am, you know, I'm like, I'm like, oh, man, look at me and my controller. And he, like, shows up with a fight stick. And everyone's like, ooh, he must be nice. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, he has a fight stick. This is going to go bad. Yeah. 
<laughs> the worst ones are when they bring like the bag back in the day and it's like the big ass bag yeah, and not even like had. one of those shitty xbox ones and you're like you know they're so legit because they got it imported from japan and they're holding it like a like a like a jukebox they're like walking up like this and you're like yo my dude came out and like <laughs> unzipped the shit and like lifted out his fight and i was like this is already gonna go bad i'm just <laughs> i'm gonna get exposed i'm gonna get exposed for the fraud i am and everyone Infinite. Like, yo, and everyone was like, yo, man, I thought you were good at fighting games. So I was like, look, man, like, like, don't, don't do this to me right now. I'm already ashamed of my life. Don't, don't make me feel Wait, worse. so that means that you're the kind of person to be like, oh, I'm the best of my neighborhood, right? Yeah! <laughs> yo, 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 yo. I used to, so, and it wasn't, like, Soul Calibur 3 or 4, um, I used to, like... So you know, like how you used to be able to like pick weapons, and like they had like they like did different damage. Yep, yep. yep. Um, so I used to always pick the joke weapons for for the characters, and then I would set my life really low, and still beat my friends. <laughs> I was that asshole. <laughs> so when they got, so when they got to see somebody whoop me, they were like, "Oh, Amanda, I thought you were." I thought, and I was like, you ever seen the, the, what is it, the hard drive article? It's like, friend, uh, guy who's, who's better than all of his friends goes 0-2 at tournament. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. me. That's me. That, that, yeah, that, okay. that article's my life. So, like. <laughs> oh, man. That's, yeah. It's, it's hard because, like, when you, when you have nothing to scale, like, nothing to, like, base yourself off of, it's hard to ever truly know, which is why, like, offline play is so important in general. And I was talking to that about, like, with one of my, one of my team members. And for his first tournament ever, he never even went to a locals before because they didn't have locals. Like, he knew nothing of anything. And we sent him off to a tournament because he was an incredible online player. And he was excited and he was, he was antsy about, like, the skill level of other people. Because he didn't know how he would fare. He cooked everybody. He absolutely cooked everybody. It was crazy. It was absolute slaughter. Uh, he placed second at his first majors. Like, that's crazy. And the next year, he ended end up winning it. Um, but at the same time, right, is that he just didn't know genuinely how good he was. Because he knew to a degree that he was talented because he was beating people online. But, like, you don't know until you face people in person. Like, how truly talented you are. Yeah, that's. I think that's, like, the super crazy thing about fighting games. Um, and I think it's, like true for other it uh i draw a lot of parallels between fighting games and magic the gathering because that's like what mm. i was super competitive as as a kid like i would always mm. go to friday night magic uh i would you know go to like small 5k events and whatnot so like you're you're like minors right as far as like the mm. fgc is concerned yeah. and um one of the things that uh you i've noticed is that like it's very similar in the sense of like i thought i was the inverse happened for me from for magic where i was like oh i'm like pretty mediocre at magic and then i found out that like no the people i play with are just like really 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 good oh and like the general people that i play with who i'm like going to play in the rest of my life as long as i have like mm -hmm. good cards because you know there's only so much your play skill can do if your deck is bad um yeah that's true is uh that i actually understood the game more than i thought i did and it was because mm -hmm. i was playing against people that were like really really good so uh, it's it's interesting that it's like kind of it's super true with like fighting games because you could be like an online warrior or just like someone who just like sits in labs at home all day because that's fun for them mm -hmm. and then you put them in front of other people and maybe they just cook everyone yeah
So always, always a fun little surprise to open up to and see what happens. So you said that, you know, you, you kind of like didn't do like locals and whatnot, really. When you first started competing, how, like what made you want to do that? Like what made you want to transition from just being like the girl who plays at the arcade to like the girl trying to cook fools at locals and majors? Um, it was the fact that I wanted to become better socially, which Ooh. still sounds weird because I'm so outgoing now. But mm -hmm. for anyone who's met me prior to me kind of making the 180 in my life, I was really bad socially. Like, not like, oh, I was, like, mean or something. I mean, like, I just couldn't talk to people. Like, I was so nervous to, like, speak. <laughs> and um, even actually before that, uh, I don't really talk about this often because people who were there during that time know. But uh, while I was in film school, I actually had tumors, and I wasn't able to speak for about six to eight months. And once I was able to start speaking again over time and over a lot of speech, uh, speech and vocal therapy which are two different things, but mm -hmm. um, I realized that having a voice was such a blessing and I wanted to talk more. And that's where uh, where me going to locals started to really kick in, was I was in an area where locals actually happened in Toronto. And then on top of that, I was able to be like, yo, okay, then let's go beat some, beat some fools up and have a good time. And uh, yeah, like I went against some people and some of them beat me and taught me a lot along the way. And it was really humbling to to have such an amazing community root for me. And I was the only female who showed up for like a full like year and a half to two years. And we finally had like a few others show up and it meant a lot to me to see how much it grew over time. Which actually is a perfect segue to uh, the way that we started talking on La Interwebs is uh, being both brown girls in the FGC and that brown oh. girl life. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, uh, I've the more the more exposure that I've gotten to both being somewhat of a personality and also like meeting people is hearing a lot of diverse stories. And one of the things that I keep that I keep hearing about, you know, is that I hear a lot of women go, you know, I didn't want to go to my local or I didn't want to go to a major or I didn't want to go to, you know, my regional because I didn't I didn't know other girls went. And so to hear you just be like, well, I wanted to go so that I could like you know, get over my social anxiety um, and, you know, rediscover my voice both literally and figuratively yeah. uh, <laughs> is, is sort of interesting. But, you know, I, you know, for those of you who have watched the Neutral Extra Battle, you know, we talked about discrimination with Spaghetti Rip. Uh, so uh, I wanted to talk to you because I know that you've been uh, open about it both on Wolfcast and some of your Twitter videos when you started joining the FGC outside of your local bubble um, what was that experience like in comparison to what it was like in you know your nice insulated locals bubble um so I guess like the two the thing that needs to be kind of clarified would be the difference between people at events mm -hmm. versus Twitch chat. Yeah. Those are two different things, right? So for me, it was when I started going to like offline majors, everyone was incredible towards me. Mm -hmm. There was never a moment where I was like, oh no, like people are the worst. <laughs> like even with being nervous and physically hiding behind my friends and um, 
being nervous to say hi to anybody and people approaching me and me being like, <laughs> uh, it was, it was nice to see how much, uh, how much support there was and how, how understanding people were towards me being awkward and <laughs> the, the worst socially. And I just really appreciated all of that. And um, the discrimination part uh, kicked in definitely when I started appearing on streams more, right? So and even in my own Twitch chat, when I started streaming more uh, for fighting games, because I came from other games originally when it came to streaming, um, I also took like, a year hiatus because I was sick, right? Like I just finished beating a massive illness and I came back and I was like, okay, cool. None of my viewers are back. So we're starting from scratch and I'm now in the FGC and it's a lot of fun again. Like, let's see what happens. And people came in and they were super toxic and they're like, you're shit and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, no, I am. I know I am. I'm, but I'm, 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 I look, I'm improving so much. Like, look at this, right? Like I can actually KBD on P1 and P2. I have no side preference anymore. That's pretty sick, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and I was really proud of the accomplishments I was making because I made like literally a list of things and goals I wanted to achieve over time. And I made like a checklist of how I wanted to get better. Like, okay, cool. I'm going to lab these characters today and see what I know frame data wise and try to apply it visually, right? Stuff like that. And yeah, some days I would get cooked in really long sets where I'd mirror match on Eddie, which is my main in Tekken. I'd mirror match on him and I would lose like, <laughs> like they would, they would win like 20 to four. And people were like, you get bodied. I'm like, yeah, but I'm learning so much. I can go back and watch this VOD and see their setups and learn. Like, it was amazing to me. And I never, and and there's some people actually in the community who, who are known and recognized, who even would come into my Twitch chat and like really hit hard on me. And nothing hit harder than when I got sponsored for the first time. And they were like, you don't deserve it. And then they called me the N-word. And they're still not canceled yet. And I don't know how they're not canceled. But you know what? I guess people are willing to accept his amazing instant wall running videos versus uh, him being an absolute racist. So great to know, community. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I think that, you know, it's great because uh, I haven't, I don't think I've had the opportunity. And I the, the thing that I've learned that uh has been somewhat interesting is that uh my female guests seem to allow me to segment more into the discrimination side of the fgc way more than my male guests do i wonder why that is um <laughs> but one of the things i find interesting is so you know recently what was it it was like during evo japan this uh this year as in you know, 2019, uh, the, like there was the screenshot of the chat going up, going around for the, I think it was like a female Tekken player came on stream and like the chat got super toxic. And then people were talking about, uh, I don't remember which Tekken pro, so I'm not going to like throw a name out. Cause I have one in the back of my mind, but I'm not, I didn't like, I, I wasn't prepared for this, uh, was like being kind of like toxic in chat to like a female Tekken player. And I was like, oh, hey, you know, it's so interesting that, like, these people get mod swords, and then they say really weird things, and then they get to keep their mod swords. And it's like, oh, because, like, they're a pro, and somebody in community management for that game decided that'd be a great idea to give people a mod sword. And, you know, I talked about this, I've talked about this a few times. Uh, it's really interesting the like, divide people have between like pro player and like who they are as a person 
And I don't think it's, like, better exemplified than Infiltration. Yeah. Right? Like, like straight-up court documents outlying what he did, you know, witness testimony, and there are still people that are like, yo, but he's nice at fighting games, though. And you're like... Which is like, like, how? (laughs) Like, how could you... And, like, I I know this in the real world, because, like, people make excuses for, like, actors and actresses that, like, have, like, been sketchy. You know, I tell people about Rosario Dawson and her family allegedly, like, physically and emotionally abusing a trans man. And I'm like, this woman should be canceled. And all my friends are like, but she's going to be in The Mandalorian Season 2. And I'm like, what, but... What what matters more, people? What well, matters like, more? Well, what's like, interesting is that when it's not a celebrity, right? These people are like, "Yo, fuck this dude." Yep. Like, let's let's curb stomp this motherfucker. But then, like, the second they're like a celebrity, or in this case, a pro, it's yep. like, "Yo, but they're nice at fighting games." And it's there's also it's how good you are too, right? Like, if you're like a B tier yeah. fighting game player, you don't get away with as much shit. But like it's higher... also like cloud armor. Like cloud armor is like so massive, and I hate the term because someone tried to use it against me one time, because they're like, hey, you, the only reason why you can get away with saying half the things you say, because like I'm very outspoken about the issues, right? Like I don't mind telling people what's wrong. Like it's something that I I decided this year actually, where I was like, listen, 2019, I was passive. I let people say their thing and be like, okay, do you know what? I'm gonna rise above and take the high road. No, the high road was leading everyone to hell. Highway to hell, baby. Like it was not good. Okay, like we all burned together as a community. I was like, screw it. I'm gonna just be open the entire time. And when I don't like something, I'm gonna say it. So now I just shit on people when they're being terrible. I'm like, listen, like someone needs to call it out and we need to do something about it. And you know, um, it's hard to Ugh, deep, a little bit deep, but like it's hard to know where do I lose myself in that part, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's because as a person, I'm not really the kind of I'm not really that aggressive. I more personify being more assertive and aggressive because I know it's what other women need because it's what I needed back in the day. Um, Jackie O'Manor actually was a person who saved me multiple times when it came to incidents with me in the scene. Um, I had actually men who were really, really messed up towards me in my local scene. And I didn't feel comfortable going back. And she was like, what? Like, I heard you felt uncomfortable through word of mouth through your best friend. And I was like, why did my best friend tell you? Oh, my God. Like, I didn't want this to like, I didn't want this to be a thing. Like, it's fine. And she's like, no, no, no. Like, I'm going to go talk to the coordinator, Russell. He's an amazing dude. She would talk to him and she's like, hey, this is not acceptable that she felt this way. And you, we like, we needed something to fix that. And she elfed the shit out of my life and she made sure that I felt taken care of. And I was like, do you know what? My confidence is growing. I want to do the same for others. So yeah, a part of me is still that quiet person internally. And when the camera's off, sometimes I end up turning back into that. Um, and most of the time, my natural state is that <laughs> and just a happy, <laughs> happy, quiet person. Uh, but the moment the camera's on, I try my best to be exuberant and to show a a fire within me to help others light their own fires and burn the world down (laughs) folks like i said myspace emo chick that's you know (laughs) you know (laughs) but like i think what i think is like super interesting is sort of like the Mm -hmm. the two sides right you have 
uh, like I said, I had Spaghetti Rip on, and he talked about, uh, you know, Islamophobia and Muslim, or Islamophobia in the FGC, right? Uh, and just, like, on the internet in general. And, you know, the struggle he had, even making the tweet he did, that, you know, got people kind of on his back, he was like, I was afraid to be negative, right? Because there's this pressure as personalities to always only say nice things because if you don't say if you if you and like even even though like speaking out against racism is like technically a nice thing right like you're doing a good thing people view it as like you're bring you're still even shining a spotlight on negative things is being can be viewed as like negativity Sorry, chat. Um, but what I was saying is that I think it's interesting uh, the, like, two ways that people try to, like, tackle this. Like, you know, and by this I mean just, like, anything, I guess discrimination as, like, a whole, right? Not necessarily mm -hmm. a specific type of discrimination. Is that um, we have people who are sort of on the fence, worried about, you know, doing the right thing because, like, how does that get viewed? Uh, versus like sort of balls to the wall uh, calling it out and I think it's hard to decide which is right like I've always been more of the like uh, I used to be until very recently I used to be sort of the type that was like I'll talk about the fact that like people are hella transphobic in the FGC but I'll never like shine a light on specific incidents or like call people out directly and then um, I got hella mad last year because I went to final round and, you know, before final round, people gave me a bunch of shit at um, Red Bull Conquest finals because they were like, you only you only interview big names. You never interview like up and comers or whatever. And I was like, I mean, because when I interview up and comers, y'all don't read it. And then then the websites I write for tell me that they don't want FGC content because it doesn't get views. So I stick to people that you guys read. Maybe if you guys write up and comers. So it's like, you know what? All right. I see you. I final round. I'm going to only interview like, uh, small names. Right. So I did like Chelsea and I did Embers and Roses and I did boom, you yep. know, and those, none of those videos had views. And I was like, don't, don't you ever tell me that I didn't do what y'all asked, but what that led into was that I, I like followed something that Alex Myers had did when he started trying to do more content where he had went on the street fighter Reddit. Right. And he was like, yo guys, what do you want in content? Like, I'm not just going to sit here and make a bunch of content and like, hope it does well. Like, tell me what you want and I'll do it. So when I was coming up with the neutral, I was like, yo, what do you guys want the neutral to be? And this one dude was like, yo, are we going to ignore the fact that this dude calls himself Amanda? And I was like, all right, I'm oh, out here. I'm out I'm here trying. Uh, I'm out here trying to like create a good fighting game show with y'all's input. Mm -hmm. And you here trying to clown on me? Nah, we ain't having this today. <laughs> and I tore I tore him a new one. Good. Good. And uh that's kind of become my thing lately, cause like, so I used to just like I would either screenshot shit that people would say to me 
and I would just like post it and be like, yo, so for anybody who tells me that like the FGC is like not toxic towards trans people, here's this. Um, and then that I would just leave it at that. And then I would just delete the comments. Now, uh, I don't delete the comments. I just clown people because, you know, I'm over it. But it's also because, and you've probably had this experience too, that, like, people will then tell you, like, hey, uh, you you directly made me feel more safe by, like, calling people out or by, by doing shit. But it's hard to make that decision because then, like, you get, that, like, becomes the thing you get known for, right? Right? Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, then does like does your content stop being about your content and your response to people right uh so i mean for me it was like it was hard because i like not even just branding wise me as a person is that i've always been about like positivity right and just like smiles throughout my life and no matter what like there's always some some some, some sort of bright thing or some sort of thing something you can take out of every experience right and it sucks like one part that sucks about now is a lot of the time I do call out people, right? And I do uh, try to hold people accountable for their actions when I'm upset. And um, even like one of the weirder insults I got earlier on when I started competing, before I even became a caster, was people in chat uh, would either call me the N-word, which You're is like, okay, black. like, well, I'm, I mean, technically I'm half because I'm Ethiopian Indian. But okay. it's like, but it's like at the same time, like, come on. <laughs> like what are you doing like what what is that what does that do like what does that do it does nothing it's weird and then like um uh, people would say that like i'm fat and i'm like cool i'm chubby and i'm aware but at least i eat healthy and i work out so it's like hold that bitch and then the next one i would get is like oh she's trans and i'm like i'm not trans and also how would that even be an insult it's just incorrect so i just don't get it like i don't get the insults and like the types that they were using because it's not because one of them wasn't even an insult it's just incorrect so i'm like what are you doing like where are you trying to go with this my favorite and... is when people call me fat because i'm like word yo shit i've never looked in a mirror before my bad <laughs> like whoops yo wait yo, i'm wh 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 what <laughs> wait yo i'm Yo, shit, I guess I just didn't understand that when I got on the scale and it said 285 pounds. I thought that was skinny. My <laughs> bad. Yo, thanks for telling me. They're like, no worries, dog. Education's power. Because <laughs> <laughs> like... that happened once in a thread. Somebody was like, yo, this fat motherfucker. And I was like, yo, by the way, like, I know I'm fat. Like, do, do you think I don't see a mirror? And they're like, people, and then there are people who like will hop in and be like, no, don't don't say you're fat. And I'm like, look, 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 look. I'm all for body positivity, but like yeah. a spade is a spade. I am objectively, yeah. objectively a large individual. Yeah, like in this, and that's the thing, right? Is that people are like, don't say that about yourself. And I'm like, what? When I say I'm not brown skinned either, just because people discriminate <laughs> against it. Like, listen, people gonna discriminate anyways against no matter what you are. Like, oh, you too skinny? Oh, you too thick? Like, listen, I don't give a fuck. Like, I understand what I am. Like, I like it. Like, I'll live with it. Like, sure, yeah. Like, I'm working out and doing the best I can. And like, you know what? If I slim down, I slim down. And like, yeah, like I want to be happy with who I am. And I believe that having goals is cool too. Like, I'm not saying that like, I'm not. I don't have goals for myself. I do. But at the same time, I can appreciate what I have. And man, people be wild and try to like, try to be like, listen, I'm here to fight for you. You are beautiful. Bitch, I know I'm beautiful. Shut the fuck up. I don't even tell me. 
Yo, I love those people. Like, like, uh, so I shared on Twitter the other day, these like 30, it was like 30 questions to ask a trans person because trans day visibility is tomorrow. And so some of them are like mad funny. Like one of them is like, what's your favorite dinosaur? Right. So they're not even like asking. Some of them are just like mad normal questions. And um, somebody replied to it, you know, anyone, this is a great opportunity. Anybody who replies to this should do it with grace and dignity. And I was like, yo, why you gotta make this mass serious? Like, yeah. the whole point of the whole point of this, because like some of the questions on it are like questions you you really shouldn't ask a trans person. Like, have you gotten any surgeries, and do you plan on getting any? Or like, you know, um, one of them was like, you know, why not just be like a masculine female or like a feminine male? And like, those are like kind of not appropriate questions to like ask a trans person. Mm-hmm. The whole point of that of the I, I call all things memes now uh in the sort of like share social media type thing uh Mm -hmm. is to like ask inappropriate questions is to like give people a window to be like hey this some of these questions are like usually not okay ask them please don't tell people ask this with dignity and grace because like you can't some of these questions are just straight up inappropriate Uh, yeah so like Like, how else can they get educated unless they like sometimes right yeah and i think it's a beautiful thing for you to do because when you when you open up the dialogue and break the barrier, even break the stigma that they have towards certain questions or have towards certain ideas and educate them like, hey, it's normally an inappropriate question to, to ask, but I don't mind answering this because I, I've given you this opportunity to. Yeah. That it's a really well-spoken thing to do. And I think it's 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 so incredible that you that you made that move. And I think that I I think that it's sad at the same time that like the people who want to fight so badly on our behalf don't understand ways that breaking the barrier is important. And yeah. I had this actually happen recently where, um, like, actually, what if, like, someone who's really dear to me in my community who's who's white, um, like, I make, made a post that was just like, yo, like, like get it, like, yo, got brown skin, like, slay <laughs> that shit, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, just in my Discord stories, everybody. And they DM me, and they're just like, don't, like, regardless of your skin tone, like, you're fantastic. I just want you to know that. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I am fantastic, regardless of my skin tone. But there's there's I'm a reason why. also my skin tone. Yeah, right? And that's the thing, is that, that people don't understand that, you like the traits that you are are a part of you mm-hmm. and to isolate that away from what you're doing doesn't make sense either so the reason why there's a lot of confusion when it comes to that especially on woke cast which we've addressed we have to address every single episode actually mm-hmm. the same same topic every time because people still aren't getting it but at the same time some people are so it's like yeah. we always say that if we can change one person or open up some one person's mind then that's all we we're trying to achieve there um is that people don't really get the the concept of segregation of like sex of gender of um appearances of color of any of that they don't understand the difference between that versus appreciation right and Mm -hmm. that's the problem is that like saying oh she's she's the best female commentator is is segregating me to a subsection no i'm just a strong commentator right i can say that with confidence like i've grown a lot I mean, I started off. I started off pretty shoddy. I won't lie, right? I've been. Sh- I still have shoddy, shoddy tournaments where I do a bad job. Yo, it I'm happens. Not, I'm, I'm, I'm an impartial. I plead the fifth. Uh, I don't know if y'all have that in Canada. I plead the fifth. Plead, plead the fifth. 
<laughs> it's okay, baby. We do it. It's fine. But at the same time, right? Like it's levels. It's levels. Like in, yeah. at the same time too, is that like, I know that sometimes I kill that shit. Like at Frosty, even just like the one in January, I killed that one. I know I did. And that's the thing, right? Is that if someone goes, oh man, her and Alicia, she's the best female commentator. I'm like, how? Like one, how dare you put me up against other women, right? If you try to say that shit objectively as an overall commentator, right? Which I don't think I'm one of the best overall commentators. I'm not. I think I'm still working my way up and I just have a long way to go and there's progression. Um, but if you're like, yo, like game wise, I think Alicia's one of the best like color commentators. So I think Alicia's really strong at analytic commentary when it comes to Tekken or like stuff like that, where you like kind of narrow in. Mm-hmm. Um, that's game related and that's cool to subsection in. Yeah. When it's subsectioning based off character traits and, and traits that you have, that's just segregation. <laughs> like, that's different. And people don't get the difference. Yeah. And then when I'm like, yo, I'm a colored girl who's killing it out here in these streets, it's not saying I'm the exception. It's saying that, damn, like, I'm fine as hell and I'm killing it. That's what it is. Yeah, I had to explain that to people a few times. Uh, like, uh, I'm pretty proud of being trans. Um mm-hmm. uh, you know, it took me, especially, like, I'm pretty proud of being, like, a non-cis-passing trans person. Like, I'm pretty, pretty proud of my looks. Um, and sometimes uh, uh, when I was, like, became aware of that, like, that that's the thing I'm proud of, of being distinctively trans. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some people were like, you shouldn't just, like, call yourself, like, a trans content creator. You should, like, and I was like, look, that 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 is who I am, though, right? Like, mm-hmm. I would never want someone to be like, Amanda's the best trans esports journalist. I'd be like, well, there's not really a ton of us, so. Yeah, it's like, why subsection Thanks. that? Like, Thanks. Uh, cool. Sh- sure. But, like, on the topic that you're talking about, like, distinctively, like, when people are like, you know, best female commentator, my least favorite thing that happens whenever I interview, like, a female player and, like, put it on Reddit is people immediately are like, oh, top. Like, I, this happened to when I interviewed Cuddlecore at um, Canada Cup when I first met you. Yep. Um, was that somebody commented on the Reddit thread like, oh, she's the best female. She's probably one of the best female fighting game players of all time. And then somebody was like, you know, and then like it devolved. Like people were bringing up uh, Kane and people were bringing up, you know, Ricky. And I'm like, can't, can't she just be a good Tekken player? Can't we just just say that, like, in season, what was it, like, two or three, she was just, like, a beast? And of the, like, five events she entered, she, like, top eight in all of them? So, like, can't we just say she's a beast? Like, why yeah. she gotta be the best female Tekken player? Or That's exactly it, yeah. Or, like, I got really mad, and I don't know if this is ever... This is, this is something that uh, I always get really mad about, is, uh, so when i don't know do you follow overwatch at all not anymore not okay anymore. uh but you know who gagori is right yep so i was seeing when gagori got signed to the shanghai dragons my feeds were like blowing up comparing her to like jackie robinson like call and i was like and so i made a facebook post where i was like yo it's cool and all that, you know, this person is breaking boundaries, but, like, maybe we shouldn't compare it to, like, the civil rights movement. Like, maybe, maybe that's, like, not the take. And so somebody in my, uh, somebody in the thread was compared her to, uh, a professional, a for- 
a, now a former professional female magic player. And he was like, well, then can I call her the Melissa de Tora of, of, um, Overwatch? And I was like, no. And he was like, well, well, why not? And I was like, Be- because they're both women. I was like, what, like, what is the, what is the distinctive trait here? And he was like, well, you know, uh, they're both women and they're both very good at their games. And I was like, but that's not a compliment, right? Like I said to him, when you call someone like, damn, that dude's like Usain Bolt. You're not saying he's like a black dude, like a black runner. You're saying, damn, that motherfucker's fast. Exactly. Exactly. When you call somebody the LeBron James or something, you're saying, man, this guy is single-handedly the most dominant person on any team you put him on. Right? Like that's like, that's a compliment. Right? Like, if someone came up to me and was like, yo, you're the LeBron James of FGC interviews, I'd be like, yo, let's go! Yeah, that's, right. that's my yep. shit! Yep. <laughs> right? But, like, if someone came up to me and was like, yo, you're the Alicia ex-life of, of FGC journalists, I'd be like, because we're both brown and female? Like, like, I, don't, that... I, don't, like I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know what that meant, right? Yeah, and it's like, that's because, like, it's like, what's the association between the two, right? Where it's like, oh, it's because you're both, like, grinding out and, like, working hard and leveling up. And it's great to see, like, the rise. And it's like, okay, that's a legitimate comparison when you're talking about just work ethic. Yeah. But if you're saying it, oh, because, oh, because you're both colored women. Yeah. Like, like shut your ass up. Like, what the fuck? So, like, right? so, like, and this isn't, like, an insult to you, but, like, if someone said, like, I'm the tasty Steve of, of FGC interviews, like, yeah. I feel like that's, like, a distinctive thing. Right, like yes. Tasty Steve yes. is like no, is probably like one of the best. It's probably the best hype man in the yep. FGC. Right, like yep. how many great pictures are there of him like losing his shit? You see it on the mic, you hear it in his <laughs> voice. Like, yep. if someone said that about me, I'd be like, "There's like a clear image that would come mm-hmm. into my mind about yep. what that meant." And what I was trying to get across to the person is that like you you can't do that for women. You can't just say like because like like saying someone is the blank of blank doesn't like there has to be like a clear defining trait right and you know unfortunately for someone like melissa even though she was a great magic player she like didn't win a lot of titles she was just known as being a very strong player so you're not Mm -hmm. you're not saying anything about the way gagori plays overwatch you're just saying oh well here's somebody that played in a male dominant game and was known for being very good and now here's mm-hmm. another person. And a lot of times people will try to like backpedal and be like, well, what I'm saying is that there's there's not a lot of history in esports. And I was like, but 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 there is just because you don't know it. Because I was like, well, why can't you say she's like the Scarlet of of Overwatch? And he was like, who's that? I was like, oh, I don't know. Just like the best female like StarCraft player of all time. And probably like one of the top 10 StarCraft 2 players of all time. I'm like, that'd be a yeah. cool comparison. Yeah. But I'm like, you're just... You're just comparing two women because they're they're two women that are good, and that's not that's not that's not a real compliment. Yeah, it's not. It's right? not just like saying like, you know, cuddle like you know, cuddles the Kanye uh, uh, is is a uh, of um of uh, Tekken. That's not a compliment, like because you know she was really good at. I mean, she, she stirs it up. Okay, listen. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, you have to understand that, like, you want to, you need to compare people on, like, a skill level, 
and like yeah. like or or a, a trait that they both share like you know i think yeah. i get fairly hyped during my interview sometimes especially when i'm having fun the same way tasty steve does so like i would get that comparison but if you just compared me to like romanova right let's say let's let's take away like a color thing because like i could be like oh well like so let's say like people were like oh you're the romanova of interviews i'd be like what does that even what's that what's that mean what's because you like her and now you like me as an interviewer so like we're both females that you like so like that's yeah like it's like it's like that's the only reason like it doesn't make sense right like it's like it's cool like as an individual and shit but it's like like it doesn't it's so it's so weird and I it's so weird and i understand yeah. context matters like if i'm talking to somebody who like i know is like friends of romanova and like i know mm-hmm. i know certain things romanova does because i'm friends of her and i pay attention to like her commentary style right if someone said it yeah. in that context if someone was like oh man you're like romanova i'd be like word i can see what you're trying to say here Exactly. Exactly. But when it's like some random internet internet dude who's like, "You're like the you're like the oh, you're you're the sharpie of this," I'd be, I'd be like, "You're just saying that we're both loud and black." Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> like I don't know what you're like. Help me here. Like help help me under understand. Like what is the actual compliment, right? Like yeah. what is yeah? It's it's wild. I mean, like a lot of the time. A lot of the time, one of the main things that I get, that Cuddle also gets, and that, like, even, like, Aru gets, and, mm-hmm. like, like even Miles and I used Miles to get back in the day. Yeah, like, we all used to get these stupid-ass ones where it's, like, people comparing us. And, like, people coming to each other's chats and being... Listen, I banned some people who used to just, like... Like, even if they compare me where it's, like, oh, Alicia, but I prefer you over them. I'm like, I don't, I don't want you here. I don't want you here. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it's just not how that works. They ban them. Because I'm just like, listen, if you can't, like, if you don't like watching someone else's stream, if you don't like watching their stream, right, you don't like their content, that's cool. That's your time. That's your life. Like, you can, you can not enjoy other people. That's fine, too. But the difference is, is that don't compare me to other people. I don't care what gender. I don't care what race. I don't give a fuck about anything. Just don't compare me. I'm doing my own thing. I'm doing my own grind. I'm enjoying and having fun. Be a part of the experience. Don't compare me, right? And it's like, unless unless I ask you to compare me to get some critical feedback, that's different, right? That's a one-on-one conversation. This yeah. is an open dialogue area. And then, like, I remember I went to, like, our, uh, Miles' chat, actually. This was, like, a year ago. I went to Miles' chat. And um, I was in there. Just She was playing, like, Mario or something. So she was just, like, happy attention to chat, more focused on her, like, her platformer. And people in chat were talking to me and stuff because they were so excited to see me. And one of them, like actually two or two or three of them actually started being started comparing me to Aru. And they're like, who do you think's more hype? You or Aru? And I was like, I think she is, but what the heck is this question? Right. <laughs> and I was like, I don't, I don't know. And then people were like, Yeah, I think she is. And like one was like, Yeah, I think she's also a better content creator than you, but that's just objectively. And I'm like, What? What? <laughs> and then Help? and then like they kept like and they made it like a discussion and someone else was like no alicia's way better and blah 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 and like you just don't get it because you don't have that kind of humor and then they and i was like what the fuck and i'm like listen one like if we're talking about comparing two women this is kind of weird i don't really feel comfortable so can we stop <laughs> right i'm not gonna start like bitching people out in miles's chat because I don't, I don't know if i can or what like what her rules are right and then, like, a lot of them were subbed to her. So I was like, I don't want to, like, you know, it's our money grind, too, right? Like, listen, this is her income, bro. I'm not going to start shitting on people. That's fucked up. Like, so Miles, like, like dies and looks over. And she's like, wait, what's happening? And she just reads her chat. And she goes, no, shut up. No. She starts timing people out. And she's like, 
she goes no she goes isn't she like she actually like stopped everything and like paused everything and just like addressed her chat and was like you know better like you she was like you guys know better why are you doing that like don't like you've been on the internet for long enough to know better you've been around here to know better to not compare people what are you doing and i was like damn go off thank you right because like it's it's so shitty because like no matter how I answer that question, I was wrong. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, it didn't matter. Like, I, I could be like, oh, like, she's better. And they're like, well, actually, I think you're better and you shouldn't be let low on yourself. And it's like, no, I'm not being low on myself. I just don't want you guys to ever compare me and for me to say a statement like, oh, I'm more hate and like agree with it. And then like it become a big thing. Like, no matter what, no matter what you compare, I'm always going to say that the person's better because I don't want to start some shit randomly. But it's also like, I shouldn't even have to be in that situation. It's weird. It's no, weird. Yeah, no, I don't get it. And it happens so much to women, right? Like, the yep. thing, like, it's not to say that, like, guys never get compared. So, chat, don't take it that way. Random YouTube viewers or podcast listeners don't take it that way. I'm not saying guys never get compared to each other. But it just often feels like guys get compared. More, and, you know, it, we, we've talked about this for, like, the last 10 minutes or so. But it's like, guys tend to get pa- compared on, like, what they actually do. Right. Yep. So like when someone is comparing like Vicious's content to like Say Jam's content and they're saying, you know, I think, you know, Say Jam does this better. It's because mm-hmm. like they're like, oh, well, you know what? Afternoon tea is just, you know, Say Jam streams like they're educational. And that's why I like Say Jam better because it's Say Jam's content. They're not saying yep. Say Jam's better than Vicious. They're saying that like the type of content that Say Jam does, that's the comparison point. You know, I'm looking for educational content. And, you know, that's just not what I get out of Vicious. So, like, obviously, I like Say Jam more, right? Whereas yeah. when it comes to women, is it always feels like it's like, well, I'm putting you against each other because you're both girls. Yeah. And on top of that, why the hell are you doing it in front of us, right? Like, always if you're having a beer, you too. Like, like someone right? always pop in and be like, like I said, in, in those threads, right? Like, people always be like, yo, I think, I think uh, Cuddle's better than Ricky. And it's like, they play different games. Ricky don't play Tekken. Yeah, like, 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 I understand someone being like, yo, I think Sonic Fox is better than Justin because like, like Justin's played every game. So like, maybe there's like a couple games you can like make them fight each other at and then be like, oh, well, I guess, guess Sonic Fox won. Shit, son. Guess Sonic is better than, than Justin. Justin, I I didn't say that. You're still coming on the show, right? Um, (laughs) but like, you know what I mean? Like it, when it, when it like, it always feels like when it's like, when it's women, it's just like, it's like always pitting women against each other yep. like there has to be like like there's only one the highlander style shit yep. like there can only be one good female and the rest of them have to be trash or e-girls and it's heartbreaking because like there's like oh, it was oh so my eyebrows slit right i did this because i did a fuckerum speed paint the day he was announced uh-huh. right so as soon as I saw him, the trailer of him on stream, I went to my bathroom. I took out all my makeup stuff. And I just started doing a speed paint of his scars, mm-hmm. of his tattoos and everything. And during it, there's actually a slit over his eye, over mm-hmm. his eyebrow, right? And I was like, okay. So I went to go make a mark of it. And I was like, do you know what? I'm going to shave that part of my eyebrow and have an eyebrow slit. I, and oh I'm God, just going to commit. So fucking extra. Yeah. So I did it, right? And what's the first thing people say to me? Oh, you're trying to be like senpai and copy her. Wait, what? Wait, does Sim- <laughs> wait, does Senpai have an eyebrow? I follow this. I follow her and I talk to her. Does she have? Wait, wait, am I dumb? And that's the thing, right? Was that like, 
And like, even if she does, like, I think, yeah, she definitely did have d- during this time period. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she does, still does, doesn't she? She um, might. Chat, chat. The reason I'm staring intentionally into my webcam is because my webcam is part of my lap- my laptop monitor and I'm looking at can the we, can we look, right Are now. we researching if she has an eyebrow slit right now? That, or are that people is, just like, wow. No, she does. She does. Okay. Yeah. It's like in her, it's in her current profile picture. Yeah. So like. The thing was, it's like, what's the first thing people did? They were like, okay, two brown girls with dyed hair? You're trying to be like her! Yo, our, our, <laughs> by the way, the chat immediately was like, yes, she does. And I'm like, all right, I, I don't pay attention to this shit. <laughs> like, and, like, and that's the thing, though, right? It's just like, how dare I exist and do, and do something that... And like that's the thing, though, right? Is that even if I was like, yo, somebody looks mad hot with, a, with an eyebrow slit. Fuck it, I'm going to do it, too. Like, that's my own right to live my life. But at the same time, I literally did it because of a speed paint. And what's the first thing <laughs> that people say to me? You're trying to copy her. And I'm like, what? Because they're both colored with females, with like with colored hair, and also cast? Is that why? Like, is that what we're doing? We're just like, since there's only, like, two there of us that only, exist? There can only be <laughs> one brown, there can only be one brown girl with eyebrow slits uh, and colored yeah. hair. Sorry. Yeah. Otherwise, like how dare? and because she did it first, you obviously are, are are copying her. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just the facts my, of the my situation. Bad. My no, bad. I'm, I'm sorry, Alicia. Like you know, um, lay it straight. Lay it straight. Look, I've been laying it straight all show. I think they're right here. I think like you can't, you can't do that. I'm sorry. I um, hope to God there's people on like the, I'm gonna who's take, the podcast. I'm gonna take your card like... away from you. You're no longer. You, you, I have to. I have to edit your character select screen. I gotta like. We gotta go into the save file. We gotta. We gotta pick a different eyebrow. Um, <laughs> I gotta start filling it in from now on. Maybe, like, maybe <laughs> you got like. I don't know. Like you can be. You can be the brown girl with colored hair who has a unibrow. Like, like, oh, I'll start drawing one in. We'll be good. We're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, sorry, that's but, but but eyebrow eyebrow slit. Sorry, there there can be there can be only one. Yo, uh, for those of you who play League of Legends, it's a unique passive. You can only have one of them. So, like, I'm sorry. It's just just the facts. But, I mean, it's like when people compare me to Miles because we're both trans. It's like, why? I don't don't play fighting games that well. Miles would cook me all day. Miles is a god. Any any game. Like, like it it could be Clay Fighters. We've We've both never played it, maybe. And, like, she'd probably still cook me. Like, let's, let's be real. Maybe Soul Calibur because I have the advantage of ringing her out. <laughs> Y'all also take, got me I'll that deck. Listen, I'll, take, listen. I'll take my petty victories. Yo, I'm actually pretty nice with Soul Calibur. Don't mess with me. Like, oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Let's okay. main over here. Oh, oh, that's a good ass main to have. That's a good ass main to have. Yeah, then my main is Soul Calibur. My, Damn. My backup, my backup main is Maxi. Oh. But Maxi is oh. what I'm like. <laughs> This is like mad off, off topic and I'm probably not going to get back to the original topic. But Maxi's like, I don't know if anybody else is like this, but you know if you're like your calculated main where you're like, I know the matchups, I know I know the frames, I, mm-hmm. I know what I need to do. And then you got your main when you just want to do some wild shit. That is so accurate because like I... <laughs> so like I Maxi really like and uh, Huang, and like, like Maxi and like Young Sun, those are my yeah. like, yo, I'm listening to like EDM shit. Some some like hard style shit, and I'm like, just like put it in but like I'm I'm like there's like a strategy there. I'm not just mashing, but I might Those as well. Legs are going just, like this. Yeah, but <laughs> like, I might as well. I might as well be mashing. Like that's 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 what the pocket Young Sung and Maxi are for, or for when I'm like, yo, I'm about to do some wild shit. I'm gonna ungum boonga as hard as I can. 
didn't know what Unga Munga meant until very until like a year ago. And then as soon as someone explained that term to me, I was like, yo, that's like when I play Maxine Young Sung. Yep. Yep. I just <laughs> I just press I just press buttons. You know, that's I just me with bar. as well. Is like it? I think as well. I'm just like, listen, okay, like I I played like I played as well as a secondary, whatever it was like, okay, listen. I don't want to deal with anything. I'm just going to 50-50 you every time you try to wake up. Like, you can't wake up. Guess. Yo, Guess. My, my, my dude, Cheese the Path, just uh, called it the best thing that I've ever called it is what I'm calling it now. I'm not going to call it my Oonga Book character. It's your self-care main. Yes. Yes. Yo, chat. Chat. Right now, because I know there's a few of you in there. What is your self-care main? What is your character that you play? Literally just to unga munga on people and and turn on your small brain. Y'all y'all can answer this and I'll put the answers and I'll put the answers. I'll look at the answers later. Yo, Jack Jack is a good self care main. Just just a big ass robot just, that just just have plus frames for the rest of your time. Like that's it. That's it. <laughs> I I'm I'm about that. But you know we I want to actually talk about some 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 you specifically again you know let's let's get off the Voltcast stuff you have a whole podcast that you do this stuff dedicated to that yeah Ded- <laughs> dedicated to this but um why start accelerate gaming um okay so this one's this one's pretty cool uh I I used to be a producer mm-hmm. um, for fun fact so I used to produce film uh was originally started in short film. And I ended up moving to music videos because they make more money. Um, mm-hmm. Flat as that. Also, the turnaround time's a lot faster. So it was way better yeah. to go project to project. Especially since I'm so young. Mm-hmm. It was it was like the perfect thing for me. Um, but my dream, like, I remember actually it was my ex now, but my, my, my partner at the time, like, asked me, like, okay, what's, what's your dream job? Like, mm-hmm. has anyone ever asked you that in your life? And I'm like... Like, like in reality? And he's like, yeah. yeah. He's, he's like, no restrictions, nothing. And I was like... I was like, in five to ten years, I want to own an esports company. That's what I want to do. And he goes, that's a great plan, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, why, though, right? And he started to, like, kind of dive into mm-hmm. it more. And my answers were just like, like, I originally started off by getting a double major in English and psych, and then I moved to film school, and then I became a producer. And, like, but at the end of the day is that I always wanted to make people's dreams come true, no matter which route I went, or just help people. So it's, like, started off in psych because I wanted to help people, Ended up going to film school because, and then becoming a producer because I wanted to help people's dreams come true, basically, and make money, obviously. <laughs> and then when it came to me wanting to run an esports company, it was like, okay, I want to do that too, but in a different way now. And something that meant more to me than just someone's blank canvas empty dream that I didn't really have a connection to versus me hand-selecting people with others, of course, involved, of course, my board of directors who are amazing people mm-hmm. working together and like, I'm just like, I'm not just thinking of each person on my team and it's just like mm-hmm. having such amazing people come together and being so fortunate. Yo, yeah, is one I of mean, our favorite human beings, so I understand. He's fantastic. Uh, and like, I think one of like, one of the best pickups like that, that happened for like AXL besides just players. I mean, I'm talking about staffing wise was we actually picked up um, RJ, who is like this all around talent that just keeps on giving. Like every time he does anything, he always goes one step above and beyond. Like to the point where it's like, oh, I was having merch store issues or like I was trying to set it up. And he's like, no, 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 like 
I know coding. I got you. Step away from the keyboard. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, he's a videographer who does everything. And to have that kind of talent and like, and just passion from a one person is something that's so beyond me. But every person on the team mm-hmm. has something like that about themselves. Some sort of unique trait and quality. Each has dreams and aspirations that are so individual to them that make it so much more rewarding to be a part of their journey and help them grow. Um, but yeah, the main reason why I wanted to start a team was one, yeah, like I wanted to help build the start of esports for the FGC was I was like, okay, this is a time where you can pioneer it. The reason why I started it now versus me starting it uh, in five years from now, like my original plan was, was my best friend, actually. Uh, so him and I were talking one day and I my soul was drained from my body. Like, as you guys know, when you're working in life, like there's always that one part where you're sitting at a bar. Actually, we're sitting in the bar that he worked at. And I was drinking my life away, being like, I hate my job. I hate everyone. I hate this shitty ass kid who's the director right now. Like, by kid, I mean like a guy in his like mid 40s, which I thought of as a child. And <laughs> it's just like everything sucks. And then finally, like, it all kind of clicked together. And actually, I guess I'll start off with how I got AXL as a name. So, uh, what happened was, is uh, Kenny and I were at the locals together, which is the guy who's my best friend. Um, so Kenny and I were at the locals together. He's playing a game of League of Legends on a, a PC, mm-hmm. and then oh, and then it was time for registration. And I, and I was like, oh cool, let's go pay your registration fee. So I go over to pay his registration fee, and Russell the Tortillo was like, oh, want to put a sponsor name for him? I'm like, yeah, sure, AXL. And that was the very first time I ever <laughs> I ever um, sponsored somebody uh, as like a joke. Yeah. It was not a real thing. It was just a joke. And then the next day we met up and I was drinking my life away. And he was like, so what do you want to do? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, this is like, this is like my dream thing that I want to do in five years. He goes, okay, why not just do it right now? I'm like, what? And he goes, why not do it right now? One, you're hot on the market. Two, you already know how to capitalize and get sponsors and get money mm-hmm. for projects. Why not do a project of your own, which is this company? And do it the same way. And I was like, holy snap. And he's like, yes. And he's like, okay, tomorrow we're meeting up. I have it off. Let's just plan this out. So we went from uh, a breakfast place, planning it out. We moved over to a, we, like, we had the, we watched them switch shifts because we were there for so long. Went to a bar. We're drinking there, working on it. We spent about 13 hours together hopping from restaurant to bar to restaurant throughout the day. And we planned out my entire company in one sitting, basically. And we ended up launching it the following month after I finished getting all of... Um, I talked to the lawyers about... one The week after that, I got in contact with my lawyers, um, which are amazing esports lawyers in Canada. They're one of the strongest uh, firms in Canada. And now they're branching out to the States as well. Incredible people. MKM law and esports yeah i was about to say uh, shout them out shout them out yeah mkm is they're incredible people incredible people uh jeff uh sorry josh josh jeff i was saying jeff because i was thinking of my staff mm-hmm. god damn because jeff is my my graphic designer he's also incredible he's in japan right now sorry side note uh josh and evan are co-founders of uh mkm mm-hmm. esports and law and i love them to death and yeah, they like they helped me with everything to make sure that we got registered and stuff. Um, had meetings at the bank. I got everything set up within like about a week and a half to two weeks because I knew exactly what to do. Like I, I've been producing for too long, right? I knew I knew my steps. I got help along the way from my lawyers because, of course, like running my own company was something new to me. Um, and yeah, from there from there on out, it was 
launching it uh, in cooperation with UYU and Equinox. I did a charity stream in November of 2018, and that's when I announced it with their help. So, yeah, that's the whole that's the oh, whole man, You know, there's something weird that oh man, these women-led orgs, they all work together and they all help each other thrive. Man, it's so fucking weird. And they're like yep. three of the best orgs in the FGC that are FGC endemic orgs. Because, like, there's a difference yeah. between, like, saying, like, Cloud9 or Team Liquid or something, right? Yep. Versus, like, a, a FGC endemic org, meaning an org that, like, started in the FGC. I think there's a big difference in, like, scale and money and operations and all that stuff. True. But, man, the three FGC orgs that are just killing it, maybe, maybe not, like, you know, players, like, winning tournaments and shit, but, like, just, like, branding, social movements uh sustainability happiness of players man they're all run by women holy shit who would have thought right wow what a what a kawinky dink what i mean <laughs> my bad drew i'm sorry i love you but like but jinhee because I, I love drew <laughs> so i don't want drew's gonna be on my show at some point so i don't want drew to be like I, so what about me i'm gonna be like you're, you're there too you do stuff you're cool <laughs> Yeah, they're all wonderful people. And like, for sure, like, I love the hell out of Emily. Like, Emily yeah. and I are so tight when it comes to it all because like, she, like, yeah, like, I don't really get a chance to talk to the other ones, um, like when it comes to stuff in general, but I do, I do appreciate the work they do. I do like to watch from afar. Like, I also like supporting with Aziza whenever I see her mm -hmm. too, because she has a Yo, Aziza of Dynamic Focus, Bird Squad. Yep. So, <laughs> so it's like also just amazing to see people like that. And um, I could really tie with Emily though, like met rather recently too, was that um, we wanted to collaborate more throughout last year, but we never really got the chance to because I was focused on Soul Calibur events. She's mm -hmm. focused on tech events. And then there's just a lot going on in her life and my life, but we're just really busy and we just didn't have a chance to, to actually collaborate our teams together. And we were planning to do so much this year and we had things worked out. And like Yo, we we're planning like player that. schedules. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, and then, okay. So then we're like, okay, what's plan B, right? Because we're not going to be sitting ducks. And then that's when like things really start to kick in. And fun fact, does this episode air for your like your other channels and stuff? Do you know? Tomorrow. Tomorrow? Okay, that's so fine. So the then. YouTube version, um, the YouTube goes up. I mean the chat knows this and this is like a little annoying for like people who listen to it. But the show usually uploads on YouTube. So it actually uploads on YouTube tonight. But i do it cool. at like such an ungodly hour that like people don't notice it. Um okay. and I actually have to edit this one because there is like the call drop, so I have to put in the I've yo, I've the Chat have uh, chat has never seen this screen, so I have this screen, which is if you're watching the stream is uh, uh, please please insert, too. yeah, and that's the that's the technical difficulty screen, but that never that was designed for when like my guest drops. If I drop, I can't put that screen up because yep. I'm, I'm dropped. <laughs> but we've only had one other technical difficulty in the history of the neutral, and it's on the YouTube, so I gotta actually go into because usually I just record the stream and then I just shove it on the internet. Mm -hmm. um and then the podcast goes up on thursday like onto like spotify and all that shit oh cool so it's like okay, spaced yeah. out so yeah are you about to so, make it a, are we about to have a drop are we about to have a hot leak yeah yeah so uh something that's happening is which is leaking to you but but i mean yeah it's fine if your people know it's all fine. five people exclusive. in my chat yo guys we got to keep it on the exclusive video. Um, is actually uh, AXL Disrupt and Equinox are running uh, for AXL Online. We're going to be collaborating for PC Tekken. So my weeklies for PC Tekken are now going to involve those two companies as well. 
which is super exciting. And then uh, we're going to be running it for four weeks in a row. And then the fourth week is going to be our big one with a pop bonus. I already got verified with Macherino, so now Macherino is getting involved too. So it's going to be pretty exciting. Yo, chat, you hear that? You know what? And I guess I'll announce a thing because uh, this was going to get it. I mean, so those of you who follow me uh, know that I hit my Patreon milestone goal to um, be a full-time content creator. So uh, I make now $1,000 a month on Patreon, and hopefully that stays that way. I understand that times are crazy, and I might lose some patrons. Um, Help her live! Help her live and stay! She needs to live! (laughs) But um, because because I hit this goal, and I'm in a weird moment of my life where my bills are, my rent's paid until August because of working for Red Bull Conquest, I took that money and just shipped it off to my landlord and said here's 10 months rent um good good on you uh yeah it was really smart (laughs) but so what i'm going to be doing is i'm going to be doing the first stay free open so some of you know stay free is what i is the name of one of my old discord servers but it's also the name of all of my branding stuff behind the neutral and all the other stuff that i do um Mm -hmm. if i was to rebrand the patreon it would be called stay free um but I'm going to be doing a stay free open. And because you guys know that I love doing educational shit, the way that it'll work, I still got to lock in some of the educators, but it'll be your standard FGC online event with a twist, which is that commentators and pros will be involved in it too. In the sense that if you're a commentator for the tournament, you will have a mentor buddy, uh, and if you're a pro, if you're a competitor, you won't have like a mentor because I can't, you know, find like 25 or whatever pros, you know, to, 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 yeah. to, to connect, right? That's, that's a bit of an effort. But the idea is that at the end of the tournament for the competitors, uh, you will be put into a group to talk to a mentor. So I'm talking to some, some pros, some friends of mine, uh, to lock some people in. So after the tournament, You'll be you'll have someone who's dedicated who's gonna look over your vods with you, and you know help you you know maybe deal with those high pressure moments. Maybe you know they notice that you press too many buttons when you're in this situation, stuff that mm-hmm. you wouldn't notice firsthand. And so yeah, the first day free opens probably gonna happen at the end of April. Uh, I got so I got the commentary team unlocked. Both you know people who are going to commentate and people who are gonna mentor the commentators. If you want to be part <laughs> of that. Hit me up on the Discord. And yeah, so stay free open. Win some win Woo! a little bit of win a little bit of money, because I'm not I'm not rich. <laughs> um yeah. win a little bit of money, but learn a lot of shit and level up your game. Because I know that there's like there's no like Exo Academy right now because there's no tournaments to send the girls to. So I was like, how can I fill voids in yeah. the FGC left by uh there not being events? So we'll be and like that's the beautiful part too, right? Is that everyone's rising up so much in the online community, and like I hope it's the ones. I hope yeah, like I hope I, I, I hope when we get to the other side, right? Because I I don't like saying going back to normal because I don't think there's a normal to go back to anymore. Um, but I hope that when we get to the other side of this, and you know we're able to have large large events again and whatnot, that like people remember that online matters too like maybe not ranked ranked is garbage but like online community should be great too and we should hopefully keep doing these things past 
past this. Yeah. yeah, like even for myself was that I, I ran them for three years and then like to be able to bring it back and doing it now just, I don't know, it's it's so amazing. And then to see other people also hosting their own online tournaments and stuff like that. I had people who asked me who were like, yo, are you like upset about it? Like, do you feel like they conflict with yours? And I'm like, listen, like I want you to play in as many as you possibly can get your hands on, like support everybody. Like there's times where I even like, go like, for my Soul Calibur one originally was mm -hmm. on Saturdays. But I was like, that conflicts with booms. I don't want to ever conflict with somebody else's. So I changed it. I was like, okay, we're being a bi-weekly and we're going to change it to a different date, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't want to ever conflict with others. It was like Friday had, like, has like Ragnarok and like, and it's like uh, Sundays now is NLBC. And it's like, I want to make sure that like that people go to these. I don't want ever to be like a competition where I'm competing with other people to get viewers and players. It's like, no, I want to create a fun, happy environment for people. And I used to do prizing back in the day um, for these tournaments and it created such an unhealthy, toxic environment, actually, where people were getting really hostile because mm -hmm. they're like, it's laggy, it's blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, listen, it's not region locked. My tournaments aren't region locked. You're going to play at a three bar. Throw out the pocket sand. Pick a machine, my bitch. Like, hello? Like, I'm, <laughs> I, I tell them about stream. I tell them that. I'm like, listen, you know it's a three bar. Do it. Like, don't, don't be classy like, you know now. you three bar. Like, like, yo, pick up, yo, play your Abigail. Yeah, right, right, right. It's like do what you gotta do. Truck. Like, yeah, like it's like it's do what you gotta do. Like it's it's just a fun time, like fun with friends, right? And none of them had that vibe because they were so focused on like the money and wanting to win, right? Mm -hmm. And now this time around, when I didn't, I don't do prize pools anymore because I don't want the toxic environment. I get more registrants because they have more fun, and like they're about it and. Like, I'm just so blessed to have them. Like, yeah. it's like yesterday, I had 70 people register for PS4. Yo! 70. What's <laughs> like, up? That's a mini majors, bro. That's a mini majors. <laughs> like, Yo, that's a regional. Yeah, that's a regional. And like, like, they all just wanted to play and have a fun time. And like, it wasn't like, oh man, what's surprising? It was like, yo, Alicia, you got this busted ass looking stream because your capture card is broken and your webcam is recording the recording your monitor, which was actually what happened. So I started doing shadow puppets at one point and people were living for it, right? We were just having a good ass time. Nothing serious, right? Nothing serious. I'm on the mic. I'm roasting a dude for like doing wake up counter hit three and whiffing. I'm like, how the fuck did you whiff that? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, it's it's not meant to be like this hardcore, like for an official tournament kind of vibe. It's like- yeah. No, we're like, a, you're drunk at your locals and you're yelling at your friend. That's what it's like. That's what it's supposed to be like. That's the environment. And I want to keep that going. Yeah, I think, I think like the thing that, so I'm going to be honest. I don't think people, I mean, like, yeah, winning money is cool at like a major or a regional or whatever and like bragging rights. But I think the word community is so important, I think, in the FGC. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You know, like you can still be like, watching league of legends right didn't change right like the for la fans right they don't get to go to the the studio anymore and you see a lot of people tweet about that about like oh you know i miss like my studio crowd like the people that i would see every week going to the matches um but like i think the thing that people have noticed the most is that they miss their friends right they miss they miss you know going to michigan masters and you know seeing their seeing their goons and you know yep. <laughs> combo breaker hasn't been canceled and i'm not gonna put some bad voodoo on that i hope it gets to you know, i hope it gets to you know be the dope thing it's supposed to be um but you know if it isn't you know you're gonna hear people being like yo i miss going to combo breaker because i miss my goons and that's why i'm so happy about the online thing is because it gives you an excuse to goon out still yep right i mean yep. it's not the same right you're not all like lit next to each other like 
maybe drank too much the night before and now you got to go to your 10 a.m. pools. But like, <laughs> but like, it's the same. It can still be the same thing. Like, I'm trying to do it in my Discord. I did a movie night and people were about it. I'm trying to like find ways to like make yeah. people connected. I think like, like I, I like, I like all these different things you know like the cuddle circuit and your weeklies i like all of this stuff to like give people just like a thing to do and an outlet and a way to have have fun and for those of you that are like have a project because you know alicia you know told that the cool thing about like axl is that like i basically started the neutral around the same time um Mm -hmm. is that i kind of had always wanted to do a show and have a brand and uh eventually i made a tweet once where i was like yo incoming project the neutral and people were like yo that's the most godlike name i've ever heard and i was like Facts. all right cool well now i gotta figure out what the fuck the neutral is <laughs> like i just <laughs> tweeted the name out like because i was like yo i need to put my foot on this name now because like yep. you know there's like wake up wednesdays and shit i was like fuck there's like all these great names already taken yeah my podcast has run the set and it's like yeah it's Right, yeah, like everybody, like you know, everybody hold back to block, like all these great that's names are taken. Yeah. So I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna tweet out the neutral," and I had like a Muhammad Ali gif, and I was like, "Yo, incoming FGC project, the neutral," and people were like, "Yo, God, like," and I was like, "Yo, fuck, now I gotta like actually come up with." That <laughs> no, what's the plan? What's the plan? What's the plan? <laughs> what's the plan? Uh, I shared it in the chat. Uh, I shared it in the Discord chat with Alicia. Uh, my friend Jamie Noguchi made this as a meme a very long time ago, uh, called the Jamie Noguchi system. And it's a flow chart. And it's, did you do it? And it branches out to no and yes. And then uh, they both converge and say, fucking do it. And if you aren't doing it, then it goes back to the top and asks you if you did it. And that's that's how you have to get projects done. Uh, yep. You know, this isn't how I was going to, this wasn't a topic I was like expecting to get to. But since, you know, it seems like Excel, there wasn't really a plan in place. The plan kind of just got made in like 13 hours. Is that... If you have a cool project, like, you want to write a book, you want to, like, become good at Korean, you want to, like, learn how to Korean backdash, you, like, want to become a... You want to, like, beat Boom in a Yoshimura or some shit, don't plot it. Don't plan time for it. Just fucking do it. Like... Oh, by the way, in that 13 hours, we planned out the full first year. Yeah, but, you know, but that, that's the point, right? Like, it wasn't, yeah. you guys weren't like, oh, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I should start Oh, you're right. We weren't just, like, spitballing. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, next week, you're like, hey, you know, maybe we really should get together to talk about this. And then, like, a month goes by, and you're like, nah, like, you came up with it. It was kind of a bender. You know? Yeah. Already kind of litty, so, it, like, it just kind of carried over. But, like, that's that's the best. Like, literally, from the second I figured out what the neutral was going to be, uh, mm-hmm. from from the uh, r slash Street Fighter thread, where, like, people are like, yo, a talk show where you're, like, talking about the person and not necessarily, like, matchups, but also, hey, it would be kind of cool if you could get two people that, like, played in the finals or something and have them talk about what that match was like. I'm still trying to figure that shit out. Um, and mm-hmm. now that there's no events, I'm trying to see if, like, I can do, like, the Wayback Machine. Like, get, like, you know, like a... Like, my dream would be to get Leffen and Goichi to talk to each other about the... About... Right? Wouldn't that be lit? That'd be so good. Yo, that's actually secret so secret project chat. You can't tell any about, about about this. I'm trying to figure out how to get Goichi and Leffen to talk about that set. Or Together. like blow it up, or do the opposite, blow it no, up no, 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 so that no. they can they can they can. Because like Goichi's English is not that great, so I got to figure out how to have a translator on at the same time. Oh, um, I feel you. I feel you. But uh, so like that's the thing, right? Is that like the second once I knew what the neutral was, uh, and that was gonna be an, like a talk show. 
because I don't really mm-hmm. like calling this an interview show because like they, these aren't like questions like question you get to talk question you get to talk it's more of like yeah. a, a discourse um I immediately hit up my graphics person and I was like this is my idea for what the show looks like and that's why you have like you know the like the, like vape wave shit and it's got like the classic arcade feel with the stick and then you know the now the you know the the one player menu looking like an actual like old school video game menu and all this stuff right like yeah once i like had i like immediately hit up my my graphics girl uh laurel Mm -hmm. is great and she like banged everything out in like a week we had everything put together damn good on her um yeah all of the assets you know the logo the the two-player screen the one-player screen the now loading screen uh you know i spoke to black enola to you know because black enola has that really great announcer voice so i had him you know say the neutral for the intro no he I, like, killed the, he killed that he right? killed that and then super joe monday mixed i like told super joe monday yo i want like this 80s video game feel you know like for like a beat em up and he was like i got you i'll find a track and then he mixed it with black enola and like that was all done in like three weeks right like took time getting yeah, all yeah. the moving pieces together and whatnot of like graphics mm-hmm. uh and then season one was originally until my dad passed season one was like booked for like three months this this season i haven't booked a person in like weeks i literally like booked alicia knows this alicia was like booked like two months ago right like yep. <laughs> I, like just do it like if you have the bandwidth to do a project just start it just start it stop yeah. stop saying you're gonna do it stop saying you want to do it stop saying oh man you know i wish i did my own neutral right i wish mm-hmm. i was running my own accelerate gaming like nah just just figure it out. I mean, my biggest my biggest thing is is that a lot of people who approached me after I launched AXL were like, "How did you start your company? How did you do this?" Blah blah blah. They had like a million and one questions, right? And then you answered and, them. And I I tried my best to answer them, but I'm like, listen, like you need to do your research. Like the only reason why I because ninety percent of companies that start off flop in their first year, right? That's how it works. And the only reason you can be successful is if you have a background, right? Mm-hmm. I am lucky enough that I've that I do am, am a, a partial owner in another company, and I was a producer, and then I got into this. And then my my vice president of my company, he worked in esports for the past fifteen years. He was there for when it first started to now. I, I had a very strong base on the business element of that element, and then I alloc- then I allocated an angel investor. Like I got all my steps covered i spoke to my lawyers along the way and then i got the banking stuff done too at the same time right so it's like the biggest issue that a lot of these people run into is that they're so in love with the idea of supporting the scene and building a team Mm -hmm. they don't understand the legality and the the really difficult parts behind the scenes besides just being a team manager i think a lot of them would be happier as a team manager and would be a lot happier community manager or exactly for social media whatever no, Which I, I, I think that sometimes agree. like the just fucking do it. I agree with it. But I think it's like just fucking do it the steps to learn how to actually do it. Yeah, you know what so, I mean? So the reason why I'm super big into just fucking do it is like I used to be this person where I'd be like, yo, I have this really cool project idea. I have this really cool project idea. Yo, I'm, I can't mm-hmm. wait to start this project. And then like I wouldn't start it. And then I'd like mm-hmm. move on to the other one. So like y'all want some deep lore? Chat, chat. You want Alicia, you want some deep lore? Give me it. Give me Chat, it. Chat, you want some deep lore? Cheese, just say yes. I know you're here. All right, whatever. See, lore. <laughs> there we go. Cheese, I can rely on cheese to just be like, yo, cheese, say yes, please. Well, some um, cheese. <laughs> uh, but so um, back in middle school, 
uh, I was going to, uh, my, my summer between middle school and high school, I went to a summer camp called USDAD for creative arts. Um, and it's like basically all the like, all the like emo kids that like sat together. Imagine mm -hmm. if all of those different tables, all those different tables of emo kids, like all went to camp together. So like it, there's like musical theater, like you can major, <laughs> so you have a major and a minor and your major is like a okay. two hour thing. And there's like a lunch break in between. And then your minor's mm -hmm. an hour. Um, and so like you could major in like drama, musical theater, uh, you know, orchestra, uh, computer graphics, uh, creative writing. Mm -hmm. So I majored in computer graphics and I minored in, uh, in uh, creative writing. Shocker, right? Shocker mm -hmm. that I majored in creative writing. But I had also just read The Perks of Being a Wallflower and Trans Transmetropolitan. Transmetropolitan is the reason why I became a journalist. Um, Good. Very cool. And in The Perks of Being a Wallflower, one of the you know major things in the background is the fact that they have the punky horror, which is their, which is a zine that gets put out. And so I started a lit mag. I created my own zine uh, from the different creative writers that I knew at the camp. And I would put out every Friday uh, the word, which was a double-sided piece of paper of people's poetry. And I would hand oh. that out every week. And uh, that's basically what every other project has tried to be since. is just like me being a cons like have an idea, have an execution, put it out every single week. And so that's what the mutual is now. And so that's mm -hmm. why I know. So, but like, I used to be this person after I did the word where I was like, yo, I should, I should do this thing. I should do this thing. I should do this thing. Mm -hmm. uh, I have assets for, for tons of projects that I was going to do that I never did. Uh, so the reason why I'm a big proponent of just the, just fucking do it is I hear so many people say mm -hmm. to me, yo, I've, I've always wanted to do a podcast. I've always wanted to get into esports journalism. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. I've always wanted to, you know, do interviews at events, blah, 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 stream, whatever the fuck it is, right? I want to make yeah, a exactly. Patreon. And then I'm like, well, why, why don't you? And they're like, well, you know, I gotta, I gotta come up. And I'm like, well, why haven't you come up with the thing yet? Yeah. Why haven't, like, so I agree with you that you, like, need to, like, do the steps. But that, I think that encompasses just, like, the singular flow chart, chart of just do it. Just yeah. actually. Every, every single step is like, just do it. Yeah. 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 Like. Like I said, you we had a similar experience. Once I knew what the neutral was, I immediately started messaging Laurel because she had offered to help me make graphics for anything that yep. I needed. And so as soon as I knew what the show was going to be, graphics, right? You know, as soon as I, you know, same thing with, uh, like, it's just, that's just what I do is I, as soon as I know, now, as soon as I know what I want, I just, boom, I gotta, I now know the steps. And so, yeah, you gotta mm -hmm. learn the steps. Uh, you know, maybe sign up for Skillshare for two weeks to like learn how like business management or something because Skillshare is pretty dope. I want them to sponsor me. Yo, guys, get me that Skillshare sponsor. <laughs> pray, pray. <laughs> Yo, but like, Let me say but like that's 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 the thing, right? Is that it's not it, it's hard to start a thing. I'm not saying like, oh man, you know, tomorrow you'll have a podcast um, and it'll be better than mine because it probably will be. Um, but like, <laughs> I mean, these are just facts. Yeah, yeah. these are facts. Like these are just facts. But you know, like you gotta just do it. You gotta, you gotta do it. Maybe you wanna like learn how to play Eddie. Fucking yeah. start playing Eddie better. Stop being yeah. bad. Yeah, just just get good. Just yeah. get, step one, get good. Step two, yeah, then just be mark. successful. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Step one, get good. Step two, uh, be successful. Step three, question mark, question mark. Step four, Tekken World Tour champion. 
Yes, all of that. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's 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 just that's that's just how that works. But you know, we've been doing this shit for a while, and I could talk. I literally could talk to Alicia for like the rest of my life. Um, but we should start to wrap up the show. We've been doing it for over an hour. Chat. Do you guys have any questions for Alicia before we dip? There's like five of you in chat. Uh, I'm calling out all the lurkers. Ask a question. Maybe I not. literally have Indian food sitting here waiting for me, my children. Ask away. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you don't ask a question, then Alicia gets set free to eat Indian food, which would be. <laughs> Do you want to torture me, Uwu, or what? Like, come on, make up your mind, people. <laughs> torture me, Uwu. Yo, she's asked, what's your favorite dinosaur? Stegosaurus. Wow, yo, fast. she had that shit on lock. Was, <laughs> yeah. was, it, was it the call of the Indian food that made that shit quick? Or did you already know what your favorite dinosaur was? I, I know off the top of my head what my favorite dinosaur is. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, yo, what is your... I'll ask you a question. Because uh, I never ask fighting game, actual fighting game <laughs> questions. What is your least favorite matchup in Soul Calibur? <sighs> okay, um, it would have to be... If it's a talented Amy, I would say Amy. If they're talented. Mm -hmm. If they're shitty, then I, I don't go fuck. Um, <laughs> then I'd say if it is actually any level of of Mina, usually really? tilts me. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's because I, for some reason, am like, it's hard. It's just. Is it all the pole arms? Is it Mina, Keelik? No, no, no. I love, I love, I love the mirror match because I main kill it. So I love the yeah. mirror match. But it's like when it comes to playing against Mina, like I'm, I, my play style is is very like I want to get in so I can just constantly just two way and keep them zones that can't step me. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, is that she is such a strong zoner when it comes to just like six A and like one mm -hmm. B, which is like her two moves in zone like crazy, and her soul charge. Like, be, well, now that everyone else got buffed quite a bit, it's not as bad. But like before, her soul charge was one of the best soul charges in the game besides Mitsurugi's. And oh hey, who who? Who? Oh yeah. Who Yomin? So it's like, yeah, so I just like found her super, super annoying in soul charge and just like a lot of bullshit. But now it's like whatever. Like I mean, I just like like to have fun. I mean, I also complain about her till the cows come home, but then a part of me is just like, oh, play this easy ass bitch like come on <laughs> like like she's so brain dead to play she's so easy wow. her execution's easy wow. her inputs are easy and it's like it's not like she's like top tier top tier but i think she's just good because all the characters got buffed in the game so it's Yo, not folks, like she has she's, if yeah. you ever wanted to hear toxic alicia it, it just came out now <laughs> yeah that was a moment that was a moment <laughs> that was some toxic salty shit i saw red for two seconds i'm sorry <laughs> Yo, are are you sure there's not just are you sure it's not Indian food? It's not just like a pile it's hangry, of salt? It's hangry, it's hangry, Alicia. It's just <laughs> All right. Uh I guess that's that's it. Cause chat chat ain't popping right now. Um thank you for coming on. How can the people find you on the interwebs? Yo, if you want to check me out, uh, I actually am really close to hitting 8K on Twitch for followers. Ooh. So if you guys want to follow me on Twitch, hit that milestone together. Uh, it's Alicia X Life. You can follow me on Twitter, which is Alicia X Life underscore. Um, and then also on Insta and all that good stuff for Alicia X Life on basically everything. Yo, you're way better at this shit than I am. <laughs> Half oh my, my shit. Well, because my Twitter is Amanda TN Stevens. And that's because at one point, uh, a, a friend, a, I don't know if you know who Frost Gurren is. Uh, Legal Legends I commentator. I uh, she's like, 
the I, even though this is like counterintuitive to the conversation we were having, uh, she's like the. Oh, female, she all the tattoos. Yeah, she's like the female. Yeah, I do. Uh, League of Legends commentator, but she's also like one of the best analytical minds. Uh, one of the best cool. analytical commentators, like not female analytical, just analytical commentators. Yeah. But at one point, she was like, "Yo, your handle sucks." Because it's sage gnosis, and nobody knows how to spell gnosis, and nobody knows how to pronounce it when they see it. So she That's was all true. that, like, she was like, yo, so people, so she'd be like, yo, people would just say Amanda, or they'd be like, sage whatever. Um, and so she's like, you should just drop the gnosis. And I was like, I don't want to be sage. Like, gnosis is the important part. Can I just be gnosis? She's like, no, this is the same problem. So I switched my Twitter to Amanda TN Stevens, which is my professional email. Um, and then I dropped sage gnosis from my professional work. But honestly, a good call. I agree. <laughs> it says G, dude. It's the G. Like, listen, you a motherfucking G, but it's like, come on, gnosis. Like, no one. So there's gonna be a lot of stupid ass people trying to look you up. That's not gonna put the G in. <laughs> come on, come on. My name used to be Killer La La La. That was my old name, and now it's Alicia X Life. And how is it easy to find me? Because Alicia. You know, like, come on. Chat. Remember when I roasted Alicia at the start of the show <laughs> I, for her and name? And that's how we close it out. Bye, everybody. Thanks for watching. <laughs> fucking wrote yo. Fucking cooked. <laughs> I pressed you know zero what? buttons. I got those seven perfect letters. Yo, <laughs> shit. Yo, I might have been just. I might have just been dumped. Yo, I might have just been perfected through the entire set just now. That that that's how cooked. That's how cooked I feel right now. Sib, I mean it. I feel like I just wow. But um, the thing is, like, when you lock in like your twit, like, uh, I'd already locked in my YouTube, so like mm-hmm. that's why all of my like socials is still sage gnosis so like twitch youtube and all that because it was already locked and those sites you can't really change it so that's why it's still sage gnosis but like i mean that's like fine for if it's a handle for everything else but it's like hard if like as long as everything's consistent to some level and there's one outlier it's okay but it's when all of them are different that it's harder yeah so that makes sense but yeah chat uh remember cyberbullying is bad that's, Listen, that's, but if someone that's... hits you, got hit back, babies. I'm just saying, if someone hits you, chat, you no class chat, ass cheeks more... bag, you chat, wrong. No, <laughs> chat. The moral of the story is that cyberbullying is always wrong and bad. Um, two wrongs don't make a right. Um, you know, blah 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 blah, all that shit. Like, don't don't be like Alicia. You know, when they go no. low, you go high. All right. <laughs> Listen, okay, I'm listen scrappy. To like, Michelle, it's, listen it's, to Michelle it's, Obama. Don't. It's 2020, okay? We took the high road to hell in 2019. I told you this before. 2020, we come swinging, okay? So, you took shots early. I had to recover a little bit. You had plus frames, and now I'm back at it. We good. So, so Sib, what you miss is at the very start of the show, I cyberbullied the shit out of Alicia so because bad. I, as a formal emo kid, 100% knew what alicia x life meant but i wanted to roast her while trying to get her to admit what it meant and so you probably missed yeah and then at the end of the show she roasted me for sage gnosis which is my gamer tag yeah gnosis and 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 the uh the uh at for all of my like my twitch my youtube and all that stuff so she just roasted me pretty hard and so what i'm saying is that yo i just yo have you ever been have, we'll, we'll bring it back to the beginning again have you ever been lightning looped and, and, and marvel you ever been foot dived 
Yo, I just want to. Like, you ever just, like, like bust out the stick real quick? <laughs> just. I'm <laughs> trying to even the playing field. You know, hella, you know, hella 100% she about to grab that stick. Should I level the playing field? Yo, what? I got multiple. What she want? What she want? How many you got? How many you got? Nothing. Nothing. Why? What? Yo, I'm ready. I'm, yo, I'm part I'll play, of Pad. I'll play myself. Yo, I'm part of Pad Nation. I got a. Yo, the neutral ends. No, I could never. Cause, cause like Alicia, we play the same game. Like we play Soul Calibur, and I, I could, I might, I'll probably lose the first to ten, but I'll take like three. It'll be like three to ten, maybe four. It'll definitely be very solid. Alicia favored though. Um, yeah, but like if I mean, that's because me... I know frame data, so it's like, that's, that's harder. Yeah, like, you know, know if you don't shit. know frame data. Yeah, but, it's like, like, yeah. but like, you know, if it was like cuts, yo, that'd be an 010. That'd be yeah. an 010 <laughs> in like five minutes. Like, what do you mean you gonna she going to take that? I said she would win 10 to three. What? That's, <laughs> that's essentially no. a massacre. Don't sit. So I played me in, uh, in Tekken before. And he thought he was nice in Tekken. I beat him 22 to 2 or something, 22 to 3. So, like, that's probably... Like, he's actually what, pretty good. He's actually pretty like, good. Or, like, if I have uh, Sharpie on, I'm, I'm getting, like, 050 in, like, two minutes. Like, <laughs> it'd be some, like, Ultra Instinct, like, God-tier shit where, like, you didn't know somebody could lose 20 times in two minutes, but I would lose 20 times in two minutes. So that's why we ain't <laughs> ever first attended nobody on this show because, like... <laughs> Like, yo, even no good citizen would cook the shit out of me. Like, I would just lose to everybody. He changes the name to O2. <laughs> It'd be true, though. Like, I could probably go to a local and, like, 1-2 that shit. Maybe 2-2 two -two that shit. But, like, on my own show? Because I talk to people that actually are good at fighting games? My shit would yeah. just... It would just be comedy hour. Y'all would just tune in to see how bad I would get cooked. And I'm... Look, like, the first two times it would happen, it would be funny, right? Like, you know, when I get cooked, who's next week? I think next week is Maureen. Yeah. So, like, yeah. that would be, that'd be funny because, like, Maureen would probably start talking shit to me, and she's pretty funny, so it would be fine. And yep. then, like, <laughs> then, like, I'll have Drew on, and it'll be, like, he might win because I'll pick a game that we're both bad at, and he'll probably get coaching from one of his players ahead of time. So, it'll, it'll just... It will be bad for everybody to watch us play, but then it'll be like Ultra David, and I'll have to play him in MK or like Injustice, and then or actually he plays like every game. So like it'd be like a fucking round robin of fighting games, and I would just get cooked O2 in all of them, and y'all would probably still laugh. But like the by the fourth or fifth episode when I'm like playing Justin Wong, like it wouldn't be funny anymore. It would just be sad. Like I'd be yeah, getting just, random that's actual bullying. I would get like random selected by Justin. And he would, like, turn the damage all the way up for himself. And I still wouldn't be able to beat him. Like, y'all want to see that. That's not entertaining. Justin would turn his monitor off. <laughs> With sounds alone. Oh, my Probably. God. Listen, the, the, on, in Amanda's defense on that, though, anyone. That would happen to anyone playing Justin, okay? Anyone. He could turn the monitor off and we'd all lose. Okay? I wouldn't rage because, like, unlike Ninja, I understand that, like, losing is a part of learning. You know, there's not going to be any heated N-words. You know, there won't be any... I might get... I mean, if I ever get Snake Eyes on the show and I and I have to play against Zangief a bunch, like, after the, the like, 10th SPD, like, EX SPD, I might I might start cursing. Mm -hmm. But, um... It would... It would it, see, Sip agrees. Like, eventually, you would just not... 
not be funny. Yeah. It would not be it would not be funny to watch somebody get cooked week in and week out. I'm gonna let you eat some Indian food and not talk What's about that? me getting getting cooked anymore. <laughs> Y'all know how I do. Go beyond plus ultra and peace.